Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Great, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new day. We thank you for a new opportunity, that new lease of time to correct the things that we did not get right yesterday. To resolve the challenges that we have faced. To lighten the burden that we have carried overnight into this new day. We thank you, Father, for the new opportunity that you pour us through your revelation. The answers that you provide to all the question marks that we have carried forward. We thank you, Lord, for your presence. For when you are with us, we are free and we are able to do anything. Your word says that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And we believe on that word, Father. And when we come into your presence, you share your peace and your joy with us. That which no one can give or no one else can take away. Today we want to share that same peace and that joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting. That joy which helps us stay focused on you when we come to your presence. That we are able to leave our baggage outside that door of our secret place, our prayer room with you. That no matter the pressure that it has put on our life, we are still able to leave it behind and able to focus on you, Lord. And to draw from you and drink again of what you pour, the grace that you pour into our lives. That grace which helps us go back with a renewed strength and vigor, but also with renewed wisdom and understanding through your revelation. That gives us an answer, a new direction. Where this time when you direct our path, we know that it must end up in success. We share that same peace and joy, Lord, with all those that are Christians that do not know you. With all those that do not want to know you. With all those that are beneficiaries of prayers that have been requested on our prayer group. On this praying family. And with all those that have no one to pray for them. Let their hearts be quickened, Father, and let your mercy and your grace flow unto them. So that through Jesus, through his sacrifice, there is renewal, there is transformation, and there is a new beginning in each of these lives, starting today, starting now. And as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name. The name of our Father, our Maker. Name of our Creator, the Lifter of Men, the Elohim Adonai. The one whose hand is not short to redeem us. The one who teaches us to profit. The one who is merciful and has blotted out all our transgressions and cast our sins behind his back. He remembers them no more. He gives us a clean slate to make a new start. And says, go and sin no more. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son. The one through whom you said these words. First recorded. As he said it. 
to the woman caught in adultery. And now, through your spirit, you say it to us every time we fall. And you raise us up out of your compassion, out of your love, out of your mercy. We pray in the name of Jesus, who is our daily bread. The word himself, who became flesh and dwelt amongst us. The one through whom we have wisdom, righteousness, sanctification and redemption. The sheep gate. The door to life. The author and the finisher of our destiny. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The scepter of the king of kings, the executor of the will of the father as expressly written in his word. And when we speak it in our prayer, he moves. The spirit of victory, the spirit of the all-powerful El Shaddai. The spirit of light and life. The father of all spirits. He is the seal of the age to come. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with your Son, with your Spirit, with angels, with destiny helpers. You have blessed us with family, with friends, with every resource that we need in the heavenlies and in the physical to make abundance possible. Help us to open our eyes to see these resources, Father, and how we can use them. It is your will that we should not fail, but we should emerge in victory. Just like the prodigal son, you have taken us in and put a ring on our finger and the robe of righteousness on us. When no matter the dirt and the filth that we have brought through our sin, you want that best robe of righteousness put on us. and You give us a right to be a child in your kingdom. We thank you, Father. We thank you that you have blessed us with your gift of your word in which has contained all your promises, your principles for abundance and dominion, your prophecies. And you reveal those to us as we meditate on them and as we commune with you. You show us those keys to life in the kingdom. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of prayer through which we are able to commune with you, through which we are able to speak to you at will. through which we are able to open our hearts to you and through faith receive from you. We thank you, Lord, that you have made us stewards of your creation here on earth. Thank you, Jesus. And as we get into this morning's reflection, we will be reflecting on the words of John 1 verse 12, where, where it says, as many as believed on Jesus, he gave them rights to be called children of God. So as children of God, you have rights in the kingdom. And like any constitution, if you are not aware of your rights, you won't be able to use them simply because of that lack of awareness. But when you are aware, then it can be an entirely different life. 
today I'd like us to briefly look at some of those rights. And let's resolve then to start exercising our rights in the kingdom. We are reflecting on the topic of authority as well. Which we shall continue at this evening's Bible study session. Let's look at it from that angle. The angle of you carrying the authority and the right to be a child of God. He has already put that ring of authority on your finger like the prodigal son. So now let's get straight into these. There are seven that I have made a note of. The first one is you have the right to be free. The Bible says in John 8 verse 36, if the son sets you free, then you shall be free indeed. That is the first thing he gives us through salvation. All we need to do to qualify for that is to believe on him and receive him as Lord. Freedom from all bondage. Many people report literally being free from financial bondages as well when they make Jesus their Lord. And that has been my personal experience too. The second one is the right to be healed, to be free from all sickness. Here we see that mentioned in Isaiah 53 verse 5 and 1 Peter 2 verse 23 where it says, by his stripes, we are healed. And in, Peter, and in the book of Peter, it says, we have been healed. Which means it's already done. Sickness is a form of bondage. And God wants us to be free from it. But the key lies in repentance, in humility and turning away from all sin. And then following the word of God. Many make that mistake when they have received a prayer of healing and God forgives their sin and heals their sickness. They fail to continue to press into his word and into that relationship with him. They fail to stick to those words of repentance, humility and turning away from sin, following the word of God on an ongoing basis. You can find a reference for that in 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14. Where the Lord says he would heal their land. But if we fail in fulfilling the conditions, then that, tempor that healing is only temporary. It can very soon be reversed because we are making the same mistakes that brought this, that sickness in the first place. And I'd like to note here that the mistakes that we are referring to are not physical mistakes of not taking our medications or eating the wrong things. These are spiritual mistakes that bring the curse of sickness on us. That gives the spirit of infirmity permission to come back again. That house swept clean has not been filled with the word. It is still empty and the door has been left open. Number three, the right to prosper. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8 says, God will generously provide all your needs. And then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. 
I'd like us to look here not only in the physical, but also in the spiritual. You will have plenty left over to share with others so that they might experience that transformation by journeying with you and seeing through your eyes where you share your experience of the love of Jesus in your life and what it has done for you. So it's not just physical prosperity, but spiritual prosperity as well. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, God has plans to prosper you. And so all we need to do is to obey his word and follow his plan for us. Isaiah 1 verse 19 says, if you are willing and obedient, then you shall eat the good of the land. If you are willing and obedient, you can prosper. It's up to us to reflect on what is it that is missing in our life and what is it that is blocking our prosperity. Number four, the right to be free from fear. Romans 8 verse 15 says, you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption. The same was given to us when we first believed on him, as we saw in John 1 verse 12. You received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Also 2 Timothy 1 verse 7 says, You have not been given the spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind to make sound decisions through discernment. So do not believe any lie that talks about fear. Those are lies of the enemy. That is not in your born-again spirit. Number five, the right to have peace. The Psalm 29 verse 11 says, the Lord will bless his people with peace. True peace is joy. And joy is not about having, it's not about not having any troubles. But it's about remaining focused on the Lord despite all those troubles and being in the midst of them. So that that trouble can worry you no more. But all that your heart produces then is faith. And when that faith is released, God cannot help but answer that faith. He must. That is how he designed his system to work. And this can be achieved through worship and communing with the Lord. It is his presence that brings his joy to us. And we can have peace. Number six, the right to use the name of Jesus. This is one of our biggest rights. The authority of that ring that you put on our finger when we are called sons of God. And this is his commandment, to believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ. We see that in 1 John 3, verse 23. 
That name is above all names. And every name must bow to it. That is the name we are given the right to use and then his authority backs it up. The authority of the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Lord of Hosts. And this is only available to those who believe on him though. When we ask in his name, it is as if he, the righteous one, is asking of God. God will answer that. And when we command in his name, then it is his authority that guarantees what we have commanded. So that the command must be fulfilled. Even the angels hearken to the voice of the word. They fulfill his commands. So the entire heavenly armies and, and every resource that is available there follows his voice. And he gives us the right to use his name to command all those resources. But for that, we need to exercise our faith. And now number seven, as a result, the right to always triumph. 2 Corinthians 2 verse 14 says, Now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. Remember, triumph is victory. When we talk of victory, that cannot come if there is no battle. Victory only comes after a battle. So trials will come. He did not say they, did, they, they won't come. There will always be battles. But through the use of his name, through the strength from his spirit, we are able to overcome. Through that grace that he pours into our lives, we are able to, and we have the right to overcome the world and stand in victory. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that as we understand the authority that you have placed in our life, we also come to a deeper understanding of the rights that you have given us. So that when we remember these at all times, we are able to exercise those same rights at the right time to claim what is rightfully ours so that no deception of the enemy and no lie that he puts forward can convince us otherwise. Because we know and are aware of what our right is in the kingdom of the Father. And when we are aware of that right, and we resist and challenge the enemy on it, then he must flee. He has no case against us anymore. I ask for that spiritual edification on an ongoing basis, Father. That each of us come to a greater knowledge and understanding of who we really are, what authority has God placed on our life, and how are we going to use that authority to step into abundance that was stolen from us and to command the dominion that the Father has bestowed upon our lives. I ask for that edification in our spirit, Father. In each of us this day, every member of this prayer group, that when we step into that battle, which we already are in, 
even before we were born, we were into that battle. When we enter into the war zone, we go equipped with knowledge, with information, with our defense mechanisms, with our armor, but also with all our weapons that you have given us, Father. Not carnal, but spiritual this time. Weapons that are powerful and can bring down any kind of strongholds. Can tear down any kind of principalities and powers. Help us come to an understanding of what you have placed, the authority that you have placed on our lives, Father. I ask for that edification in our spirit today. And as we pray for that spiritual edification, we pray also for our physical and our temporal needs. Those of our families and every request that has been mentioned on our prayer group. We pray in a special way for all those that are battling sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized will undergo surgeries. Those that are battling COVID. We pray also for all those families that are battling separation, divorce, infidelity, even minor misunderstandings that keep them separated in their hearts even though they live under the same roof. We pray for unity. We pray for love, Lord. We recognize and acknowledge you standing at the door of these homes knocking. On their behalf, Lord, we take authority and we invite you into these homes. For you said you shall come in and dine with them. You shall commune with them. That atmosphere becomes one of love, of peace, of joy. You are the glue, the joining force in every family, Lord. We invite you into the homes of every member of each of the families in the Brisbane prayer group as well, Lord. For that when the God of love enters... The atmosphere, the season is changed to one of love, one of peace, one of joy, one of prosperity and abundance in the physical and also in the spiritual. We cover each of these families by your precious blood, Jesus. We plead that blood over their homes. We apply the blood on their doorposts. So that just as in Exodus, every angel of destruction Every spirit of wickedness must pass over. Help us understand the importance and the value of that blood. And how to use it in our lives, Father. We put on your angels and dispatch them on assignments. In accordance with your will, as mentioned in your word, the plans that you have for us to prosper us and to give us an expected end. And not bring us in harm's way. I command and I demand an enforcement of that plan in each of these lives in the name of Jesus. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us. To protect us from harm, from sin, from danger, from accident, from injury, from pilfering, from theft, from hijacking, from terrorism and any natural disaster. I command that angelic protection in the name of Jesus. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. 
anything that seeks to keep them yoked to the ground. And we take a moment to remember those that we are praying for in our personal prayer. Every spirit of wickedness that has shut the door on their destiny, that has blocked their progress, that has kept them in any kind of bondage, come against it under the authority of the King of Kings. In the name of Jesus, we command these spirits of wickedness to be uprooted from that position to let his people go. We bind you under his authority and we cast you out of these lives right now into the lake of fire and brimstone, never to return to them anymore. Let every shut gate be opened where every bronze gate and iron bar that keeps them out be cut in sunder. Let the path before them be flattened. Every mountain in their path be cut down and made straight their path. Let the way of the Lord be revealed to them. Father, let your light shine down on each of these lives. Everyone that is battling for a new opportunity in their life. And that opportunity doesn't seem to come to them. New jobs, financial breakthroughs, spiritual breakthroughs, family and relationship challenges. Every spirit of wickedness that sits on the gates of their destiny, we curse it in the name of Jesus. The Lord rebuke you. We cast you out of their way. Release their destiny now, I command you, in the name of Jesus. You must let go. I bind you in the name of Jesus and cast you out of that path, out of that life, out of that home. Lord, let the destiny that you have planned for them be released right now in the name of Jesus. Let it answer to their lives bodily now. Command every angel that you have given charge over them to go forth and bring that destiny to come to pass. The opportunity that must come to them, that job opportunity, that finance, that relationship breakthrough, let it reveal itself now. Father, let their lives be touched by your wisdom, your revelation. So that through that revelation, that door to this solution is open to them. And let that transformation begin today in the name of Jesus. That transformation in their life, let it come to them now. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families. We pray especially for those members of our family and friend circles that have not yet been saved. Quicken them, O oh Father, that they might call on your name. Draw them near. And they shall be saved. They shall be delivered. We stand on the, on the altar of our prayer, Father. I hold up the rod of priesthood that you have given me. We thank you, Father, that when we release our prayer, and we stand holding the horns of your tabernacle, 
everyone that we place in between these horns through our prayer must be saved. The Bible has never recorded anyone that was placed between the horns of your tabernacle and did not get saved. But everyone was saved. We stand in that gap, Father. We release our faith and we use our priesthood that you have given us. That ability to make our prayer in the spirit. We thank you, Father, that you have heard us and you always hear us. And when we release that faith, the prayer that we have spoken using your word in faith, that prayer can only come back, manifest in the physical as an answered prayer. There is no other outcome that it can have. And there is no other outcome that we will accept. We keep persevering in our prayer and the effectual fervent prayer of the one that prays in that righteousness, your word says, avails much outcome. We stand on that word, Father. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. Those that, can, those that are praying for that gift of tongues to release your faith in your tongue and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Cadesia <laughs> <laughs> 
manifestation the answer of that prayer in the name of jesus thank you lord the words that have been spoken to me this morning i have given you all authority to trample on snakes and scorpions all illnesses to trample down all evil trust in my authority Speak my authority. The scripture I've been given is 2 Peter 1, 3 and 4. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises that through these you may escape from the corruption that is in the world because of passion and become partakers of, of the divine nature. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The words that I have been led to are from the book of Romans, chapter, 13, chapter 4, verse 13, where it says, For the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from the book of Psalms, chapter 50, Psalms 50, verse 15, where it is written, And call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude this morning's prayer, I'd just like to raise up Brother Vivek, Sister Shanin, Brother Savio, Sister Janela, and every member of this prayer group, Father. 
We thank you for your investment that you have placed on each of these lives, that you have given each of us our ministries, and we honor every person that is part of this praying family that stands up for intercession to pray for people that they do not even know, to bless others in their lives and around them, acquaintances and strangers on the street as well. Father, I thank you for your blessing on them, your grace. That every prayer of their heart this day be answered. I ask for your divine protection on their life. In your anointing, Father. That anointing that as our sister Shanin leads us through praise and worship into the courts, through your gates, each of us receive from you something new today. I thank you, Father, that there are miracles that take place during that praise and worship session today. I thank you, Father, for the powerful teaching that you shall give us today from your word, through your spirit, which is not by the might of our flesh and our intelligence. I thank you, Father, that you bless each of these lives with success in all their endeavor this day, with abundance. And we come back to you at the end of this day to thank you, to glorify you for the mighty wonders that you have done in each of these lives. Let there be miracles and let there be testimonies of those miracles this evening, Father, at our Bible study session. Let your mighty grace be released as a huge wave across this praying family today, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just a reminder about our Bible study session as well. Our topic this evening is a continuation of the topic from last week. The second part of, second and concluding part of what authority has God given you. And we shall make a powerful prayer at the end, pleading the blood of Jesus. We shall share a link to a flyer that contains information on our program, times for different time zones around the world as well. The praise and worship starting from 5.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. That fly also contains links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube. Please ask them to click on the word Zoom or the word YouTube to join that prayer session according to whatever is convenient for them. Invite as many as you can. Because like we always say, it is not about the content only. It's not just the word that we are reflecting on, but is the presence of the word himself there that presides over that prayer meeting, that hovers over it. It is his spirit then that goes home with them. And that's where the renewal starts. That's where the miracle starts to take place. And that is what we want for each of them. So invite as many as you can and, and ask them to come and partake and receive of that presence. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives today. So that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Friday, everyone. And we shall see you at our Bible study and prayer session this evening.
Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone.